0: Hey everyone, welcome to The Roadmap, Benzinga's NFT show. We've got a good one for you today. We have Tropics with us. We're going to be talking about music NFTs, uh, events in the metaverse, events in discords, connecting communities through music. I'm so excited to get into that later. I'll also be breaking down some top news and headlines in the NFT world later on in the show and also asking uh, viewers and listeners out there, I have a vote to make for an NFT that I own that I'm trying to decide what to do on. Some more on that later. Don't go anywhere, everyone. This is The Roadmap. All right, what's up, everyone? Yes, starting to see those comments roll in. We got a lot of people here. I know a lot of people are excited to get to that interview today. This is the roadmap. We air Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, live on Benzinga YouTube. You can also catch us on replay, and we are available on all major podcast platforms. So, shout out to all our viewers, shout out to all our listeners. Go ahead, drop a comment in the chat. Let us know that you are here. You're ready to get into today's interview. Before I get into the interview, I do want to give a shout out to our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by FTX US, one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users. The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs no transaction or withdrawal fees, and you can use your phone or computer. And The FTX US trading platform offers NFT trading on both the Ethereum and Solana blockchains with no gas fees. To find out more and to get started with your FTX account, click on the link in the description below and also in the chat right now and let FTX know that Benzinga sent you. And as I said on yesterday's show, there is a Formula One FTX drop happening this week. So you definitely want to be a part of that app and part of the FTX family. Uh, but without further ado, I think it's time that we should uh, uh, get into uh, talk about the interview today. So I am interviewing Tropics, and he has DJed over 70 metaverse parties. He's collaborated with a ton of NFT collections out there he also drops po for a lot of those parties that he does he has over four hundred thousand followers on tiktok 30 million streams across multiple platforms chances are if you're in discords you have heard of tropics you've heard this guy perform and he's got many more shows coming on the way so i'm so excited to get into today's interview but before i bring tropics on We have a special trailer that we whipped up to welcome him to Benzinga's Roadmap. So without further ado, I think it's time to roll the trailer. Straight fire on the trailer once again. Shout out to Kashev for putting that trailer together. And since we're all hyped up, we're all ready to uh, hear more from Tropics. I think it's that time to go ahead and welcome him to the stream. So welcome to the Roadmap Tropics. How are we doing today?
1: What's up? How are we doing? Thank you so much, Chris, for having me. I want to thank Bazinga. I want to thank everybody who's watching live right now or watching when it's you know, recorded. I just want to thank everybody for having me and I'm excited to get into the details of everything and chat it up.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, I know we've got a lot of excitement here in the chat. A lot of people who are familiar with you, familiar with your work, but as we get people into the Web3 case and NFTs, we also welcome people who may not know, um, you know, your story. So before we get into some of the specific questions here, Just wondering if you can give viewers and listeners a bit of background on how you got involved in crypto and NFTs in the first place.
1: Yeah, so I always considered myself one to, you know, be creative and be entrepreneur mind when I was 10 or 11 years old. So I always had that mindset just to be a creator, Um, always just to learn that the system of, you know, putting out content on YouTube when it was super early, reviewing these sports products that I did for companies. And then, as I started to transition from a lot from sports to music, I started to fall in love with the performance aspect of of DJing and the how you can bring people together through the music and how it's so universal. You um, know, ultimately, escaping reality when you're at a show, right? So ultimately, when COVID hit in 2020, I shifted a lot of my focus towards virtual shows um, online, whether it's Twitch, TikTok. Instagram, a lot of streaming platforms. And then when kind of the latter half of 2020 hit, I started to get into TikTok and I really understood TikTok, where you could like really bring people along a journey, a story, and then go live and interact and engage with your biggest followers and fans. But this whole time, the last 10 years, I've been building up Tropics to be this creator. DJ, music artists, where I would love to, you know, mutually collaborate with friends, really put people in a mindset that they can come along the ride with me um, to put out music, to put out content, to put out mixes and stuff. And through these these years, it led me to getting into NFTs in December 2020, when I started going to clubhouses and Twitter. And I realized that you know, these last 10 years, of course, I had all these successes. But at the end of the day, for an independ- independent, independent you know, it's tough to monetize, right? You're stripped of these monetizations through, you know, these labels, these recoup fees, these distros like Spotify. And it's hard to make a living as an artist, right? Touring takes a lot. Um, You need a lot of management people, a lot of middlemen, and it's tough. So you also need to fight the algorithms to be seen in front of people on these platforms. So you also almost have to find a way where you have to spend money to be seen. So I never really liked that route. I always tried to experiment. I experimented a lot on Vine back in the day. I experimented on trying to create ways to engage with people in a unique way. Um, and I was just always an experimenter, an early mover, I think, in just finding ways to interact with people through content, whether it was in real life or on a digital perspective. So when I started to get into NFTs in 2020, the end of it to 2021, I was listening and learning a lot. And I just really wanted to understand the concept of like the blockchain, understanding the value proposition, and the tech behind it so that way I could be more comfortable moving forward because I already felt like I was on an edge of being, you know, technologically savvy in terms of uh, virtual streams and just being able to interact with people on Twitch. So it's just more so like it kind of happened and we can go through that, but it it was just a crazy um, 10-year ride of just being an independent artist, you know, fighting every day to just be self-managed, you know, do my own campaigns, build my own relationships, execute marketing release plans, just learning the way of, of being an artist, not just as a music artist, but also like a manager and understand the, the business side. So it was like super important to learn all different scales and like build out relationships and understand that like, you know, people, you know, to build that network of people who are like minded and passionate in the same realm.
0: I love that, Tropics. You know, uh, you talked about, you know, this pandemic we had, right? Uh, This horrible event. And it led to, you know, here at Benzinga, we cover a ton of publicly traded companies, businesses. It led to a ton of businesses, you know, kind of transforming their business models, right? Uh, You know, using Zoom, using, you know, all these different platforms and, you know, still getting business done. And I love the fact that you were able to take this event And, you know, you weren't able to do live shows, but you were still able to do, you know, these virtual events and kind of almost transform your business model. And I I think that's great because now you're more diversified going forward with, you know, all these other things. You you mentioned Clubhouse, which, you know, we saw a a huge hit for that for a while. And and now we've kind of seen Discord come along, right, where Discord now is used by a ton of NFT communities, pretty much if you're an nft project you don't have a discord you you know you you might not make it right so how did you get into connecting with these nft projects through discord and throwing these dj parties live inside discords
1: yeah so as you kind of go- went over it just a summary of you know being able to dj for over 70 parties for over 60 projects it's been crazy it's been you know the, the last 6 months have been unreal in terms of making an impact in this space, and yeah, it was kind of funny how it all happened because that transition when I really got into NFTs, I started as a trader, um, so I really was understanding how to trade NFTs. So I, my first NFT was the Artifact Ferocious Fiwu Drip, which I still hold today. Um, again, it got me into you know my my <laughs> ride or die Artifact CloneX, but um, ultimately, like I learned a lot about trading, so I focus on my portfolio. And then when I saw all these discords get 10, 20, 30, 40,000 people, I'm like, there's a lot of people coming together in these discords. And there's just no way to bring them together um, to add just culminate, right? Because everyone's just chatting, chatting, chatting. There's no events, right? And I thought about it because I did DJ discord. I did mess around the year before. So I was getting into all these projects early, like before they minted, getting whitelist spots, connecting, just, you know, being you know, just communicating in the chat. And then I started to reach out to a couple. I'm like, I would love to perform an event in your on your stage, on your Discord. And people were so confused. They're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I, I would love to play live music, just play a set. And then my first set was for Mutant Cat, Cats on like October 27th. There was 500 plus people there. And that's when I realized that I knew it was unique because 500 people showed up to hear me play a live DJ set. So I realized right then and there that it's a value, um, that could bring communities together because it's euphoric. It's, you know, a real nice memory for their first ever community gathering. It doesn't matter. The time zone doesn't matter where you are in the world, right? You can come together through music. And I think that was so, so special because we came together. People were going crazy in the chat. I saw the experiences happening so each party improved so i started pitching other projects um and then i started to do a po-op like you said before where it's a proof of attendance where i can give back where it's your ticket stub like just remember you were always at their first ever event or my first discord party or things like that and ultimately we started making tropics gifts and stickers to create those experiences in the discord so most of the first end parties were not uh, visual but it was audio but i wasn't just djing i was hosting i was doing giveaways with the team we we're making it a positive experience that would make people stay on their feet you know feel like they're involved in some way and that ultimate experience is what i wanted to create because my whole goal of this was to bring communities that already existed and bring them closer because at that point there were really no activations in real life either And I saw, you know, a first mover advantage to collaborate with these projects because I have realized how important it is to get in early to show that you truly do matter and you want to immerse yourself because, you know, right now there's artists probably reaching out for projects that are already established and they're like, oh, I have this, this and this I can offer you. But, you know, I was in my pet hooligan a month before they minted and I was talking to their team and I was like, I love what you guys are about, like doing it. We hosted a party a month before they launched. And then look what they've able to be built until then, right? And it's just awesome to start building with these teams. And, you know, now I've been able to DJ, you know, we DJed in, you know, the random character collective, which is Invisible Friends Discord, Smiles, Coolmans, um, My Pet Hooligan, uh, Galaxy Fight Club. There's, there's over 60 projects now that I have relationships with. So I focus on building relationships with communities and projects first, rather than focusing on my NFTs or anything about me, first, uh, you know, first as a priority. Because I've realized how important these relationships would be able to be utilized in the future. And and as you could see on the screen now. Um, yeah look at, look community. at this
0: list everyone this is, this is so impressive tropics like uh you know you know I I'll, I'll give you the shout out here and the pat on your back cuz I know you know you're not going to just you know sound off here but look at this list like this is crazy I don't think there's anyone else out there that has this kind of portfolio when it comes to you know playing discord parties for these nft groups so uh, I, mean, I I mean you know we we interview these projects all the time and they talk about community and, you know, that's that's a big word in the NFT space. And I really think that you're tying these communities together, like you said, you know, where people were just talking in the discords. Maybe it wasn't as active. Maybe it was early. And then you do these events. My, my question for you is, I've also seen you do some uh, discord parties, you know, on reveal night, right, which is a huge event. Um, also, you know, we're still so early in the NFT space, like some of these when they hit like their one year anniversary or like another event on their roadmap like does it make sense to have you come back and do another party not just that initial party
1: yeah i think that's the the greatest part is i mean it's not just in discord right so a lot of some of these parties were in sandbox were in decentraland i was live on video i was testing new metaverses like omnia so i'm testing different i'm trying to be an experimental artist to trust all these metaverses be that connection for projects to celebrate. And yeah, I mean, to put it to look at the the list, I DJ'd my Pet Hooligan twice. I DJ'd Smiles two parties digitally and one in in, in real life at South by Southwest. I did Wanderers four times. I did Barracks four times. So there's a lot of projects and now there's there's projects even up there that are going to be doing something at NFT NYC with me, right? So there's a lot of things is where I think is like I'm a music artist, and I know we're going to go into music NFTs, but I'm not your ordinary music artist. And I wanted to take that next step because I think the true value of building relationships with these teams are not only the the unique aspect of doing these digital experiences and in real life experiences, but the interoperability of collaborating with these projects in their perspective metaverses and in future drops. So you know where my future holders right can benefit by having a relationship with smiles or with my pet hooligan for their play to earn right if i build out these relationships with all these projects in the future not only do i release new music or have new shows at these conferences or anywhere in the world or i can also collaborate with these unique projects and and new ones moving forward so it's just really that's that's kind of where i feel like i fit in and kind of just took advantage of the times where everyone was in the discord there was 40,000 plus people in here right in these discords why not come together to celebrate so we did all these parties the record is 1400 people um that was set by tasty bones but i'm um, i'm thinking that there could be a record broken in the future because you know if you come together all together right and that's a hint right to celebrate um you can invite many to show the power of what we've built
0: so, so tropics I was gonna ask you you know uh, a couple questions about your your shows you you mentioned what your first one was which was one of my question i I don't know if you're able to do this because you've done so, so many but can you put a couple that maybe were your favorite? discord dj sets that you ever did and what was it about them that made them so special was it the number of people the you know the fact that people you know were just having a great time like what really makes these uh different shows stand out from others
1: yeah so i'm definitely gonna shout out Austin, texas Dow, which is a, again what you didn't expect right away because that was my first in real life exp- well actually that was my well <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think because now I'm losing it because I DJed at NFT NYC last year. So that wasn't my first one, but I, I got to give it to them. They crushed South by Southwest. So the in real life experiences got a shout out smiles and Austin, Texas down right away for doing it. Um, yeah, it was just a big collaboration for NFT NYC. But yeah, I think what was special, um, I'm going to definitely say Tasty Bones and My Pet Hooligan Um, They both brought a thousand plus, which those were the only two communities to do it. Um, And it really showed like some communities I knew when they were strong and it was just really wholesome because they were going crazy in the chat. Right. You knew their gifts game was strong. You knew their party game was strong. People just love it. Um, And there's just so many people to interact in so many ways. But it's it's so tough because each one was unique. I'm going to shout out Average Punks because they built me my own Decentraland arena. So they built a wow. custom Tropics Decentraland part for me to DJ in. And then I want to shout out Sandstorm, which is not on there yet because it was recently. They built me my own sandbox event venue that I DJ'd. So if you're just doing this stuff, right, people will definitely take notice. And the goal is, right, to build in these different metaverses with my community, right? But the thing is, you teased it a little bit. You saw the artifact thing. There's, there's more in real life experiences to come. And just being part of communities, right? I host, I'm i hosting a party for Artifact fam the day after the Gagoshin event. And that sold out in two hours, 150 plus tickets for my event. I'm also planning NFT NYC as well. But you know, I know I'm, I'm I'm giving up too much right now. I know you probably have a very good question coming up, but I'm just excited and I appreciate I, I'm watching the chat too. I appreciate everybody. Um Yeah, the for, chat for loves the you.
0: Vibe. Uh but before we get into more of the, the good questions, let me turn it the the flip side, right? We talked about all these great ones. You don't have to name names, tropics, but are there any nft collections out there where like you play a show and maybe they don't get a ton of people they're not excited and you're like wait a sec this project's not gonna make it has that happened or projects that you're like "Eh, i'm not gonna do a show for them again
1: yeah i mean so i always hesitate i like very been very strict about not having parties before mint i've done it for very few occasions but only the highest caliber but (laughs) shout out (laughs) drip cole um but at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, there were projects where I DJ'd where, again, it just felt like it was tough to be in that situation. But I wasn't going to change the way I DJ wasn't going to change the way I, I went about it, you know, but I always try to push the point is like, I'm there to really help community. I want to celebrate the community. I'm not there to influence the community to make financial decisions right ever. So it was a tough position because there were communities that came to me that I just could I didn't want to like do the parties for or there and there were some that I wouldn't want to do it again because it just and more so it just didn't fit fit right. But I also wanted to be smart about my approach moving forward. And now moving forward, I really know the projects I wanna like work with and you know, I'm all for new projects reaching out too.
0: Awesome. Yeah, let's turn to you know music NFT. So we, we've had a couple guests on past episodes of the roadmap to try to get into this growing segment, right? And, and you touched on it in the the intro there, right? We have these streaming platforms, you know, uh, you, you know, because we we we've seen CD sales kind of drop off, then come back. We've seen record sales, you know, go up. We've got digital sales. Uh, iTunes, we've got Spotify, we've got Pandora. We have all these different platforms where musicians, their music gets heard, it gets streamed, but they don't really get that big of a cut. So let's start the conversation here. Like, Why should musicians be turning to Web3 and NFTs to grow their brand and also for monetization?
1: Yeah, it's a big point. And I think that it it needs more of like the, the use case right it hasn't been shown enough and that's why i'm trying to show that and be a first mover i think there's a, a lot of talented music artists out there um experimenting with music nfts i think the hardest part is like people see um they they hear the rugs they hear the scams and they it get they get scared because it's it's definitely hesitation to bring your 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 fans on right like for me i built a different demographic from college cuz i do college tours right I have my own fan base from my my graduation post grad, um, and then I have TikTok, which is a younger demographic. But now I have a Web three NFT demographic as well. So if I don't need to push my NFTs totally like aggressively on my real like my my fans from regular, I can really create these unique experiences for those who do want to and the Web three fans. So I think um, for music artists, right? I mean, streams like are terrible and all the artists that I've asked, do you lose money on, on songs? And everyone says yes, because these labels take recoup fees, right? Spotify, right? It's ridiculous. What, what cut they take. And it's so hard for music artists, right. To do that. I think if you take the step into web three and to show that like, I was able to like literally as a self independent artist, monetize more than I ever have before in Web3 already Um, shows you that realm of like me connecting with projects. I have no middlemen. People are willing to, you know, invest in me and support me early, even though that didn't happen yet with my NFTs. But I think overall use cases, people want to support you. And I think the special there's so many different ways to think about it. I think music is value. Regardless, like by itself, it could be regarded as value by itself from the artist. It takes just as much time as probably a visual artist. If not, you know, I don't want to compare anything, but there's another component to it, right? Because with music artists, you can do in real life experiences, you could do digital experiences, you have new music that you drop, you have music videos, you have creative, you have merch, you have you could do tours right there's so many different routes to take brand deals right you, there's so many routes to take as an artist and i think in the web3 world people are more um pro, like they want to collaborate more they want to support more they want to give voices more to the creators right that have been stripped and i think that's the realm that the transition's happening is there's not a lot of use cases of artists taking uh, like showing it enough yet But they also have to know there's a huge gap that, you know, there's a huge curve to learn all this stuff. That's a big thing, too, is, like, you know, people are hesitating because you need to learn about, you know, security and getting your fans wallets and understanding the implications of, you know, protecting yourself. And there's so many different routes. And, like, that's why getting in early for me really helped learning the trading side because I can bring on people better. I can explain it. I can articulate. But, like, for me as a music artist, like, I think like a lot of music artists are getting music collectors. So there's a lot of music collectors right in the space, but not as many as PFP or Web3 or NFT of art. And I want to bridge that gap because I bring, you know, all these PFP people together that supported me through it. And they've watched my journey as an artist through it and released zero NFTs through the process. And now when I drop my NFTs, I'm bringing music collectors I'm bringing PFP. I'm bringing music people and people who just support me in the space, right? All together, and I want to show that merge of what's possible. And it's right now, like I'm doing it all by myself. Like I literally, I'm working like nonstop the net, last like couple weeks just to get this drop out. Um, but I, I'm excited because again, I built with others first, and now I'm focusing on myself to really hone in, hone in on the impact that you know us as a Tropics community can make.
0: You mentioned, uh, you know, music collectors and something I collected as a not a kid, but as I was growing up and going to concerts, right, was these physical ticket stubs, right? And now we have, like you said, we have these PO apps to prove that you were at these different events. We are hearing more about, uh, you know, companies like like Ticketmaster um, and sports teams, right? The Dallas Mavericks, uh, Mark Cuban, where you get an NFT of your ticket that you, proves that you were there. You keep it. You can sell it. It can also provide utility later on. Uh, we just saw FTX, um, sponsor of our show, launch Coachella NFTs, right, where they actually sold lifetime passes to Coachella as an NFT. So, what are your thoughts on kind of you know the ticket side of things becoming a whole nother NFT? Uh, almost sector for collectors and people attending.
1: Yeah, I kind of like started that early with the poops, like you said, and I've just tried to find unique ways because I understand there will be people that are in it for the wrong reason. So how can you reward those who are in it for the right reason? So, you know, what I've been doing is like if you collect 15 poops from my parties, you get a special role. So that way it's like more so like, you know, it's it's just 15 parties if you want to celebrate shows and then like if that person's in it for the wrong reasons, you know, they probably won't get it. And we can also look for farmers, too, which is, we, we've definitely tested. But I've built a great relationship with POOP. And that's another thing is like, how can we create these experiences for that? Right. How can my upcoming NFT, NYC or artifact event, how can that be a ticketed event or stub that would be have tremendous value? So, you know, I like to think about it in so many different ways. I think it the value itself of maybe it's a first ever show in that realm in some way, shape or form or a collab or the artists involved. Um, turning it into a, not a wearable, but like a 3D rendered um, for your metaverse home. I think that's also special is we've seen these blender 3D people in the artifact ecosystem I kind of was introduced to, right? With cyber, Um, you can do 3D blender models of anything and hang it up. So what better way to do it was I tested it on one of these flyers, you know, everyone got it and they were able to hang it up. Um, I think that's a unique way to do it. But I think, it's just all about, I think each artist is going to be different ultimately. And it depends where their head's at, but I think, yeah, ticket stubs are really cool on the blockchain because it shows that you were there. Right. And if there's a unique way where an artist can give back, where if you collect a certain amount or it's like, um, random or a giveaway where it could be a free show down the line or a discount the littlest of things, like just to make a unique thing happen. Um, I just think it's worth it. And I think, the artists also have to understand the secondary, the motion of the the royalty fees at the secondary market is like, if you give back value, like, yes, music could be NFTs, but the secondary would really only go crazy if they support your vision or if you really blow up as an artist. But if you add value to it, even if you didn't blow up yet, the value of your NFT can go up and your secondary market can happen. But, you know, it's just different perspectives. But I think ultimately for me, what I want to do, and I know you're gonna want to get into this, is my NFTs. Is like it was very tough to decide the route to take because I, again, like I've built my own path. I don't want to replicate what anyone else has done before, so it was a lot to think about. And I'm happy to say that we got into a point where it's like really happening, and we're it's this month. It, it really every a lot is happening this month, but it, I'm excited
0: yeah you're a busy guy this month before we get into to your drop here uh you've mentioned uh clone x and artifact a couple times so i uh, i know of course because i know you you know from uh alpha Mint discord uh i've heard a lot about artifact clone x over the the months right and you're very bullish on that project from from early on so what is it about artifact and you know clone x there's your pfp on screen there what is it about Artifact and Clone X, you know, that you're such a big fan of and people should be paying attention to?
1: Yeah, no, that it's crazy because like you said, like it was my highest conviction play ever. And I was like so lucky and blessed because, um, you know, when I got in, my first NFT was definitely Artifact Ferocious Fuel Drip. So it became heavily invested into the idea of what supporting a project or community or team is. So those next couple of months, I got really close. Like I said, I always like to build relationships. So I got close with their team to a way where in the summer, they started announcing slowly that they were working on a 3D PFP project. And they were going to call it Akira right now. And that there will be pre-sale for owning items that are, you know, for them that will give you access. So you know, I like knew right away that they already stirred the way, like that the physical forging for them was like a big thing, and like were ferocious. And the in real life shoes, I knew what they had, and the team, and the the people who supported them for the first nifty gateway drop. I knew that it was going to come back full circle. So I just started, you know, I got another few drip, started supporting them, ended up, you know, becoming very close with the team, become became a moderator, um, and then that one of their founders, Chris. Um, Clegg FX, he came to one of my shows in New York City for an in real life show. And that's when we connected for the first time, which showed again, how things came full circle. But that was before they even announced CloneX was the name. So I was just super excited. I was just helping out. And when it when it when it finally dropped, obviously, there was a lot of different emotions, because there was a lot of fud about the team. And there were a lot of new people in the space they didn't really understand what they built. So I was just saying, hey, come on, come on, guys, like, buy like two ETH, like floor like when, for the new auction is so worth it. I got another one during that time. And like the rest is history. Um, you know, from that point, you know, I held everything I've diamond handed everything to this day. So obviously they've done a lot of airdrops the next, you know, the next day following, they dropped the Nike news. Um, they have the Gagoshin event where Murakami coming up in, in a couple of days, I'll be there also be DJing the day after for my Artifact Tropics party that's sold out right now. Um, But yeah, it's just, again, just finding ways to work with, I mean, if you're part of a project, like definitely, like just, there's so many amazing community members that are so talented, whether, you know, they're UI, UX, developer, creator, artist, like there's just Blender, 3D modelists. Like I think what's so special about the Artifact and why I'm so bullish of their ecosystem is because they, they want their creators to be well-knowledged in that. And that's why they did with the quest and they really wanted people to be Zen. And they, they wanted to keep it high level and they're never over promising. Um, they're just keeping it very simple. Um, and I really, you know, love where they're heading. I love their collaborations. I think what they've done in this space is innovative. I think they have a really good dev team for gas fees and efficiency. And I really like where their vision is. So I'm super excited to meet all the clones in real life in a couple of days. And, dj for them
0: so tropics you mentioned briefly there the the nike news right so for anyone who doesn't know um you know again benzingo we cover financial news nfts crypto public companies and one of those companies is nike and nike announced the acquisition of artifact and that was seen as a big event kind of validating you know an nft project a digital project um but also the NFT community was a little mixed on that acquisition, right? You know, was it a a sellout? Was it, you know, uh there was a lot of FUD, right? So, like when you first heard that news, what was your initial reaction to Nike buying Artifact?
1: I was so happy. I was like so shocked. <laughs> I was like, I was like, cause I was a moderator at the time. Yeah and i had no idea we we had no idea anything was going down so like just to learn with the people in the community like that that they got acquired i was so happy i knew it was a good thing because you know they give access to so much mechanisms for artifact to succeed in mass adoption with technology in the realm of creating these wearables fashion in real life ar and then also the distribution metrics of what artifact is and nike now are capable of being together um, because you took the small scale of what they were able to do in the past and now you bring it to a larger scale and i thought it was just the way that adidas entered the market versus the way nike entered the market and then the way nike did their first nft being a free airdrop to all artifact holders was a big commitment to show that, you know, artifact and Nike are on the same level along with Jordan and Converse, you know, as well. So I think that was the biggest conclusion for me when they posted that picture with all the logos, it showed me that, you know, they mean for real. And I was just willing to hold, um, and support because I think their vision of where they're heading is so new and so innovative. And again, We haven't even seen the bottom half of the clones yet, and we're already at where we we are. Nike is known for their bottom halves, right? We only have the first kick. We have Jordan brand. We have Converse brand, you know, all under the Nike umbrella. Like, think about what the future holds for the bottom halves. And they teased a couple full-on renders. They got style. These clones got style. And when you're able to have, you know, your full render and your 3D, 4D, your files, whatever... It's going to get really fun. So I think just them just innovating in so many different ways. And I think I'm I'm really excited for this in real life event because I think it's going to blow the water in terms of an activation for their first in real life meetup. Because if you look at the sponsors and like I saw some people doing high level, like looking at everything like Benito's Instagram, they have like some of the top artists like designing the it's a warehouse so it's a big place so i was like thinking about like a west world like type of like they, they've done some gucci stuff the people they, they've done some high level things i'm just super excited to see people like legit see how real deal that artifact is and it's about to happen and i know that i'm manifesting that that price that you're showing is definitely going to change very soon And I'm speculating is not financial advice, but not financial
0: advice. But man, this conviction tropics, you got me a a huge believer now. I mean, this month just sounds so exciting for for this project. And, you know, again, I thought the Nike news was good news, but I know there were a lot of people that, you know, maybe weren't as excited about it. But I mean, look at the track record that, that Nike has, like you said, and the brands that they own. The, the athletes that they sponsor. I mean, there's none of them really have came there. out yet.
1: None yeah. of them. They, they I think they're going to be so strategic. I think there's going to be like a whole thing that co- brings Nike athletes out of like the realm of that. I think it's just patience, right? I mean, just believing in the vision, it takes time to build. Um, there are projects that everyone sees that are, you know, top three, top four. And I really do believe they're one of them. And I'm really excited for them to show what's possible in real life. Cause I already you know, seen it and I I understand their culture and it took time for people to understand that culture. So just being able to, you know, be at that event and then the next day, be able to DJ for the clones and just, again, set a whole nother realm. Like, you know, I have good relationships with Artifact, but it doesn't mean I need to like force DJ an Artifact event. I could throw down my own for the community and make it available for anyone in that area in New York city. Right. So You know, just really trying to just be different than any other artist in this space creator. And I think by doing all these DJ events first definitely set me up for a really unique future of, you know, just tackling things and events and activations in all different realms. It's always going to be a merge, hybrid, physical, digital. Um, Just got to think about it differently.
0: Awesome. Well, I mean, Tropics, it sounds like we could go on and on forever about uh, Artifact and clonex because you have so much belief there, so much knowledge there. There's so much news. But I want to make sure we, we spend some time, you know, talking about your Genesis drop. So, I mean, you could have done this months ago, right? But you've been- you Type know, one in the
1: what? chat. Sorry to interrupt. We got to type one in the chat if you're hyped. to no. know, because like I haven't <laughs> yeah. told too many people about this. Type we're one, guys. On. I I need to see that engagement. We got 137 people (laughs) watching, you know, got to hype it up. It's Tropics fam, you know.
0: Let's go smash one there, guys, if you're excited. So Tropics, uh, I'm going to make sure we drop your Twitter handle in there too. I know people can join that discord, but for anyone out there who isn't aware, tell us about this Genesis drop and what people will be getting uh, if they get into that NFT. Yeah.
1: So you've heard everything I've done. But I've yet to drop an NFT. And I think that's what's so special is I've built in the space for over a year. We've collaborated with all these projects. I already have the next collaboration set up for June activations at NFT NYC for my future holders. But they just don't know yet. Hint, hint. It's not on land. It's on a boat. But <laughs> overall, just, um, you know, my genesis means a lot. Right. So I did not want to rush it. So when it comes to Genesis, again, I wanted to think about it in a unique way that was different than any other artist. You know, I could have dropped on sound or catalog or done something a regular artist would do. If they're learning into this space, I would say those are great platforms for artists to get exposure and their voice heard. But for me, I wanted to show my own unique path, what I'm capable of and the power of it. So my Genesis drop tells a lot about my story. So these are storytelling NFTs, both in a visual sense, in an audio sense, and almost of me communicating it. And I think what's special is there's a culmination of 60 NFTs, right? So there's going to be 60 of them. So the first 10 will be one of ones. So it will be depicting the years of 2013 to 2022 of my journey, tropics, the successes, the failures, what i released what I did in college or high school, what what, what was happening, right? I had 10 different artists depict one of ones. So we have 10 artists depict one of ones, one of each year, a whole different representation, a lot of hidden gems, a lot of sneak peeks, like things that you wouldn't know existed unless I told you the story, right? So there's an audio component to it as well. So not only visual, you have the audio. So that's going to be a mixture of new sounds and old sounds from those years, um, as well. And then the, the 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 audio component is obviously me telling the story and bringing both of those together, which again is super. It's going to be crazy when people see it and then be like, oh, like, that's what that means. Oh, that makes no sense because there's going to be so many hidden things that you wouldn't understand unless you knew about that year of tropics. So I'm just, again, trying to do something different. I don't think storytelling NFTs for creators have done been done before. And once you see these, it's just completely unique. So these are 10 of them. So those are going to be auction. So kind of we're going to split it into three days. So the first three years, the next three, and then the next four, those are all going to be auctioned to the highest bidders. These 10 Genesis are my OG ones. My first ever NFTs, you will get the value of my first ever, right? I have a lot of perks that I'll announce, um, but I think just saying that my first one after all this built, says a lot, but again, there's a lot that goes into it. The last 50 are culmination piece of all the 10 years. So it's a 50 count that way, if you get priced out of the the one of ones, right, there's a way where I can get more holders in at a lower price. So there's 50 culmination pieces, the same one at 0.1 ETH, but those 50 are not going to be just, uh, just open. Right. Cause again, I think it would be get botted and all that. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to allocate the 50 between many different, um, ways of doing it. Right. So the first, 25 will be going to Tropics Family OG roles. The OG roles are the ones that had to get 15 po ops, were in the Discord before 2021 because my roles were all organized in a way where I had them dated. So, Tropics Family OG, Tropics Family Junior, Tropics Family Mini, all strategically dated. So, if you have one and not the other, I know exactly when you came in and like how many po ops or whatever you collected. So, being very strategic about it, but essentially. Um, 25 will be randomly, right? Random raffles for OG holders. Then we're going to do 10 for pre mint. We're going to do 10 random in general overall, and then five during the spaces that happen that week. That way it's all 50 unique random winners that can buy it at one, And then that sets the market. So this is my Genesis, right? I think it's the fairest way I can go about it. I didn't want to just do a million, right? So we have the one of ones, the 10, and then we have the 50. But again, like the one of ones definitely mean a lot to me and there will be value a little bit more than the 50, but all 60 will be invited to the NFT NYC. I'll just, I'll just say it. So basically, I'll just say NFT NYC, I'm hosting multiple parties with some top communities in the space, multiple, and I have 60 spots for my holders. So if they're in New York city, they get on that boat. It's um, Hudson River, under the Brooklyn Bridge, Statue of Liberty, lit it up, tropics DJing, Manhattan Sky, crazy, right? So you have that. Then there's obviously other things I want to do. Airdrops. I have token gated experiences, merch drop, even more exclusive events, discounted perks for my future drops, right? I think that's another thing is, you know, these Genesis will always be my my special ones. Right. And it w- I will always make sure I can create these unique experiences with these people. Right. So I think that's all special. And then the last one for the one of ones, I think this is where I want to get them is all one of ones who buy, they get a tropics DJ set for free in real life or digitally, right at their own convenience, three year claim period travel Whoa. logistics must be aligned but it could be big or small. It could be for their wedding. It could be birthday party. It could be a a event, but I wanted to make a tropics one personal tropics event for each of those 10 holders. And again, that is just its own unique thing. And I didn't even say like more than like the interoperability of all these projects, right. That we could collaborate to do some crazy shit, but just like having those just out there, right. Like it just shows again, like, I just want to be different. I want to tell my story through these NFTs. You'll know my story through these NFTs and boom, you'll get hit with everything, you know, simultaneously. So that, that kind of like culminates, you know, the 60 NFTs, how I'm doing it and trying to like do it the right way. But it's a lot of work because I'm handling 10 plus contracts. I'm paying out 10 different artists. I'm trying to do my LLC, the contracts the right way, I'm trying to do you know, a million things, the website, the PR, press, podcast, spaces, the the artifact show, the NFT shows. It's, it's, there's a lot going on. And I didn't even mention the day before Genesis, I'm hosting a Tropics Metaverse party. And we have 14 plus communities already on the party involved in it. From those lists, 14 of them already said yes, that they're going to be at that Genesis party. So it just shows the power of what I've been able to build and how many people want to support me for this drop.
0: Tropics, there's so much to unpack there. I mean, I guess the first thing instead of unpacking is uh, I want to go pack my bags and get ready to come to New York because that boat ride uh, sounds amazing. And also these one-on-ones, I mean, so, so I'm already married, so you can't do my wedding. But I mean, I'm thinking in my head, like, how could I do this? in real life for this uh, metaverse concert with you because that's a that's a huge advantage to anyone who gets these one-on-ones uh maybe my kid's birthday party is you know the the
1: imagine a community buys it right a community can buy the nft just for the party because again like i mean the genesis i am debating whether to start it at 0.5 or one but it's again a tough situation where again that value of like i mean it doesn't have to be you know it, it's an in real life event so it doesn't even have to be a metaverse event right because like i'll come to you travel logistics obviously we'll talk about but like if i could dj an event for you that's meaningful like that's what i'll do because you are a genesis holder you invested in me my journey And not only do you have that you're getting all the other perks so i think you know what i need is just 10 fans that really believe in my vision that want to support me for those genesis Um, i know not everyone will have the funds to do it and that's why i will have like the 50. Um, but then again like i'm going to be releasing i haven't released any music since being in this space since so music nfts like real music nfts from me and again you already know i'm going to experiment pave the way where the value of music nfts may be you know, it turns into a vinyl, right, in real life, right? It, it, I just want to think about things in a completely different perspective. I support all these artists getting into the space. I'm always here for them. But for me, I just want to be a first mover, set my own path, and build the way that I think I can because it's so, so different than any of these projects. But we have the capabilities to build that that size because of how unique and how collaborative our end could be and and the tropics fam is is so supportive already and they've seen it through we have people here that have been to 60 plus tropics parties have seen me dj everyone live so we've spent a lot of time and hours together and i really immersed myself with my fans
0: tropics that's awesome i know we're starting to to run out of time here so i just want to have you walk us through you know you said you've got a very busy month of may we have, you know, the artifact show, we've got your Genesis drop. Just lay out the timeline for the month of May of where people can see you, can hear you and find out more about you.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, it's funny cause like my calendar is here
0: and I I have to like take my calendar
1: off for um, these events because it shows everything. But um, <laughs> essentially, um, the next couple of days, I'll be hustling. So I'll be I'll be getting into spaces and doing things leading up to Genesis. Um, May 11th. Oh, no, sorry. Thursday, May 12th will be the Tropics in Real Life New York City Party. So if you are in New York, just look out. If you're a Clone X holder, hit me up. That will be an in real life show on May 12th, Thursday. I will be DJing at Permissionless, right? I didn't even mention that. In Palm Beach at the DeFi and NFT conference the following week, I think May 17th to May 20th, right? I'll be DJing that week in Florida. Then May 22nd is the Metaverse Discord party featuring all the projects that I already collaborated with. I'm, I'm leaking this now and people can assume when Genesis happens after that, right? I'm not going to put dates because I can't. I got to make sure. But that's that's the route. Um, there's a lot going on this month. There's also going to be other metaverse parties. So if you do want to check out like a metaverse party for me, um, go to discord.gg slash tropics. You could follow me on um you could follow me on Twitter, Tropics Official. Um, but also uh, June will be NFT NYC. So during the week of the June 21st, we'll have the activation of the events in New York City um in real life. So if you're a holder, you're definitely gonna get on the boat. Um just to just pretty be straightforward. Um, But yeah, I mean, just yeah, that's pretty much like the next two months are going to be a lot of metaverse experiences, a lot of in real life experiences, a lot of spaces of me telling my story. You know, what I would say is like, appreciate everyone who's supporting in these spaces and these interviews. You know, it's a lot um, for me to like really tell my story. Um, And the next step is obviously getting a website to tell that as well. So we're working on that as we speak too, to just have all the info there so you can know about it. But yeah, if you want to know more about my Genesis and everything, go to my discord, definitely discord.gg slash tropics, tropics official on Twitter. And yeah, you can search tropics music on any streaming platforms, uh, SoundCloud, but then you have the normal Spotify, Apple music and uh, all those. So now I appreciate you, Chris, for, you know, the high intellectual questions and inviting me on, I think is a great opportunity and uh, I really do appreciate everybody who, who has listened in or who is watching and listening, because I think it is very important to listen to many different perspectives in the space, because you know, the overall aspect is, is the wise decision when you have different audiences. Like I understand the trading perspective, I understand the music artists and the business, and I think that will help us build a Web3 centric Tropics fam community and, and experience.
0: Tropics, uh, this has been a blast. Uh, before we, we sign off here, I know we have a lot of, you know, uh, NFT investors, collectors watching and listening, but we also may have some NFT projects listening and watching. I've interviewed a lot of them. If they want to reach out and get you to you know do a discord set what is the best way for nft projects to get a hold of you
1: yeah just in general um i give out wireless spots on my discord as well we have ten thousand people there um obviously if you want to plan any in real life events discord metaverses sandbox i'm always available so you can just dm me on uh, twitter or hit me up on discord i'm pretty flexible and i have again like that pitch from way back that i have all the values right i think the biggest thing that I learned early on was how to add value and be mutually beneficial. So I'm always down to talk cause you never know what comes from it. So my DMS are always open and, uh, don't send any scams because I'm I'm too good at those, you know. <laughs> You've got to those links.
0: You're too smart for that. Don't don't do that, guys. So <laughs> uh, but the real communities, reach out to Tropics, look at what he's built. And this is amazing. Tropics, this has been a blast. I know you're a busy guy, so I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule, joining us on the roadmap. And we look forward to following your story for many, many months to come. So thank you and have a great rest of your day.
1: Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. And thank you to you and the Bazinga team as well.
0: Thanks, Tropics. All right, everyone. Smash that like if you have not. This was a great interview, right, Tropics. I mean, every NFT project we interview, what do they say? Community, 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 right, is one of the biggest aspects out there. And what better way to engage your community to interact with each other than these you know, Discord events or in real life events with a, a DJ like this who has experience and has done it. So if you're out there, you're listening, you're watching, and you're looking for a way to connect, uh, I would encourage you to reach out to Tropics, get him involved. And also, I mean, that Genesis meant uh, that boat ride sounds nominal, and also the, the in real life DJ opportunity you have with that one-on-one. We're almost out of time here. Uh, I don't know if Alyssa wants to hop on, but the question. I want to pose for everyone, uh, is a decision I have to make over the next uh, 24 hours now. So what's up, Alyssa?
2: Hi.
0: So Rally is a company we've talked about before, right? Fractional investing. And I own shares of several NFTs through that platform. So I had a World of Women uh, NFT. And then, of course, we had the Galaxy Mint. So then there was a vote where you could either decide to have Rally keep that galaxy as part of the original World of Women asset or to sell it and split the profits between all the shareholders. Of course, when ApeCoin launched, they decided to claim the ApeCoin, sell it, and then pay it out in the form of dividends to all people who own those Bored Ape and Mutant Ape shares. So Alyssa, I own shares of, I think, three board Apes, two Mutant Apes. So all of those got a free claim of other deed for other side land. One of them has a coda, which I'm super excited about, right? We, we know how valuable codas are. But I have to vote. Do I want those uh, other deeds to stay with the assets and appreciate going forward? Or do I want Rally to sell the other deeds right now in a seven-day auction and then take the money they've raised and pay it out in dividends. I am so on the fence on this. Part of me wants to, like, vote to sell some of them but to keep the CODA. But I don't know what to do. Alyssa, what's your thoughts?
2: That's a really hard decision. I know it's so tough, isn't it? Like, that is Like really hard because – yeah you have a man i don't know i think i would um the first option you said i think i'd vote for that one keep them to keep them because like if it just keeps raising in value yeah yeah
0: Yeah, i i feel like that's what my initial gut was right is to to keep them because I think the land value is going to go up. We don't even have the game out yet. I mean, the price has come down. Like, do I really think that these are going to be trading, you know, at 3.5 ETH, you know, six months from now? No, I think they're going to go up. So wouldn't I want to keep those assets, you know, tied? The, The only reason why I feel like I'm torn and I want the dividends is because Rally keeps adding more NFTs to their platform. And part of me wants the money to invest in other projects. Like they have there's they have an azuki another azuki coming this week where you can buy shares for five dollars so for anyone out there listening if you uh don't know of rally i mean fractional investing you can buy shares of some of these nfts so azuki is one of them this week but Alyssa, that's what you would vote then is to just keep all these lands don't give me the dividends now i want the future value
2: yeah that's my vote also i don't i don't know why i don't do rally you should. you should
0: you should cuz like i said i mean you don't have to have uh, a ton of money we already got someone asking for the link um i, I got to get it here uh and, and this is free right rally's not even paying me to to say all this um i just love this platform that that they built and again i know how expensive some of these nfts can be and it's a way to kind of own some shares along the way they also have sports memorabilia Um, books, cars, wine, all kinds of different alternative assets. I mean, like there was a Max Verstappen uh, rookie card on the platform today, um, you know, that you could buy shares of. There's Pokemon cards, Alyssa, that I own, you know, shares of. Like, it's sweet. Yeah, they have like a whole they have boxes of unopened Pokemon cards that you can buy shares up. Like how sweet oh is that? That's
2: cool. I did not know that. Yeah. Huh.
0: So now you're going to be spending all of the rest of your day on rally. I know. So sorry for, for that. <laughs> um, we're, we're out of time here, Alyssa. We had so much more to talk about, but that interview with tropics was so good that I had to keep going. But, uh, I, I did want to highlight that, uh, our friend, uh, Gary V right V friends, Announced a partnership with Johnny Walker, a, a liquor brand owned by Diageo, uh, where anyone who owns the gifted goat V Friend is going to get a special edition of Johnny Walker. And also, they'll get a special thing uh, at VCon that has not been announced yet. But this is another example of a huge brand getting into the NFT space. So, Vayner NFT has brought on Uh, Budweiser, they've brought on now Diageo, they've brought on Pepsi, Uh, Alyssa, Benzinga, we cover all these companies, right? And so many of them are getting into the NFT space. What do you think? Johnny Walker, a huge brand entering NFT, is that just more and more of a bullish case here?
2: Yes, yes, it's very bullish.
0: Yeah, Um... like I'm excited. Like I think more and more of these companies are going to onboard and they wanna be in the space.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to find um, the a link or to see the Gary V news.
0: I think uh, I, you know what, I did have an article. I don't think I put it in the doc, but uh, because I did um, not know that.
2: That's cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: So the other one to so speaking of companies, uh, Alyssa, Starbucks. We we talked about this a couple months ago. Starbucks made like a random announcement that was like. Hey, we're exploring the NFT space and we'll be doing something, you know, later. Well, they, they announced earnings this week. So with their earnings, they said a little bit more. So they said, they're going to create branded NFT collections. The ownership will initiate community membership and allow for exclusive experience and perks. Um, they're going to roll it out later this year. So Starbucks already has 26.7 million rewards members. Um, what do you think? Like a company like Starbucks, where people use it like maybe every day or once a week, <laughs> having an NFT where maybe you get some type of utility, you get you know free coffee every so often, or you can earn additional points. Like, what does that mean for the space? Uh, and are you a, a Starbucks fan here, Lisa? I'm not much of a coffee drinker. I like I like my caffeine and, and pop. So. <laughs> Okay,
2: so I do like Starbucks, I like coffee, I will go get my chai lattes, and I think this will like start a trend. Yes. Um, like Big B and all the, oh, uh, what's the other one? Um, The brother, is it?
0: Dutch she, Bros.
2: Dutch Bros, yeah. They could start doing it. And like, if this is just like another reward system, I would do this. Like I probably would go to Starbucks because there's now NFTs attached to it.
0: Yeah. That, that, that's a great point that like, yeah. could we see a copycat um kind of trickle down effect happen? I mean, if Starbucks does it and it's not successful, yeah, no one's going to copy the model, right? But like if they do it and it's successful, like, I feel like you have to copy it at that point. And what's to stop, you know, companies like McDonald's, right? Or restaurants from doing NFTs where like you get some type of perk, uh, you know, going forward.
2: yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just a, a trickle effect. If it like works out for them, I don't know. I, I see more and more companies, big and small hopping on this. Yeah. It, it's just going to keep happening. Yeah, yeah. And I
0: mean, we talk about it every week, right? There's like a new big company getting into the space every, every week or every day. And, you know, uh, we'll keep updating everyone. Cause when those Starbucks NFTs, you know, mint, I know, I want to know more details, um, Before we go, I did want to remind everyone, uh, FTX has the Formula One drop happening this week, right? So they have a free claim on 1,500 uh, Polygon NFTs. And then they also have an auction for 10 special one-of-one NFTs, including two that come with a physical element where you will get a piece of a Formula One car that is being driven at the Miami Grand Prix this weekend. Alyssa, I wanted to go to the Miami Grand Prix, but I don't have tickets, but uh, I'm excited for Formula One this weekend to continue their U.S. growth and also for NFTs to be involved here. What are your thoughts on Formula One and NFTs with FTX?
2: I'm so bullish on it, dude. I want to (laughs) go. I know, right? uh, Yeah, no, and like owning a piece of... car oh my god that'd be so cool
0: (laughs) yeah like uh, that's huge right and it's not like you don't even have to trade in the nft right you get to keep the nft and have the physical element because i know there's been nfts that have done that before like with artwork where you can burn your nft right and then you get like the physical claim and then you can put it you know on your wall um punk's comics right we had g-funk on they just did their physical claim, so you have the punk's comic nft you got your, you know, your other NFTs along the way. You also got the physical comic book mailed to your house. And last I looked on eBay, like those things were going for hundreds of dollars and like worth the cost of the original NFT mint alone. So I really like when companies and NFT projects kind of cross paths here with the physical and the digital element. What do you think?
2: Dude, I love, I that's my favorite thing. Like, yeah. Um, like I was thinking about earlier with the PoAps and how he has all those PoAps. like having physical somethings attached to that. It just makes me want to go to events for yes. whoever's doing it. Yeah. I love physical items, like action figures and all that. Just keep them <laughs> <Yes>. coming.
0: <laughs> and plushies. Cool cat yes. plushies, right? That I'm going to be yes. getting for my kids for sure. Uh, yeah. Sh- shout out tropics. The the po apps. That is a great idea. Having to have 15 to get another role um, in the discord. Like, that, that's just a great idea. And again, we're out of time, Alyssa. I don't I want to keep going, even though we, we could keep going. But uh, shout out to Tropics for joining us on the stream today. Alyssa, what did you think of that that boat ride in New York? Did that sound like a blast or what? Yes, it
2: sounds <laughs> so fun. And whoever go- is going, please like share videos. I
0: want yes. <laughs> to see. Yeah, it sounds so <laughs> fun. Uh, what about those one of ones, Alyssa? So if you could have Tropics play, a in real life event or a virtual event like what what do you think where my
2: my first thought was if i had one i would like i would host like a party at benzinga headquarters oh, that would be so what? dope that like, would be yes yes
0: i love it we might we might have to get one and we, we have might have to, to we might have to arrange that so that'd that would so cool. be like so so much fun so Alyssa, we could chat all day, but uh, we are out of time. Uh, Everyone stay tuned. We have pre-market prep at the close coming up soon um, with Joel and I believe Mitch because Spencer is out today, Um, but they will be breaking down all the news and headlines of Stock and Crypto throughout the day. Alyssa, anything else to add before we sign off for the week?
2: Check out the new merch. Oh yeah, swag.
0: NFT merch. Drop that link for Benzinga swag. We showed it off on stream yesterday. If you didn't watch, go back and watch and also click on the link and get yourself some Roadmap custom merch. Shout out to all our listeners, viewers. We know we have some fans out there. We want to build this community up. Great call out, Alyssa. And Alyssa, in this merch. So support yes. Alyssa too by buying this merch. So uh, yeah. <laughs> But that's going to do it for us. Uh, Again, the roadmap, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, 2 p.m. Eastern time. We will be back next week. Stay tuned. Benzinga's got more shows coming up.